Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. That's a lot that the word of God can do, amen. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. Today's show is called The Still Waters. And I'm happy to be here with you and talk about God's Word, read from the Bible. And I hope you're well. I hope this message finds you just living and walking with the Lord. Um, If you don't know the Lord, this will be a lot to think about too. Recently, there's just been so much going on you know, personally and in the world and everything. And there's a lot of heaviness right now in the world as being a father and everything else and a, and a son to a um, mother who has dementia that's kind of speeding up and everything. And there's a lot going on. Um, we've had a lot of loss in our lives, many of us, the past few years. Everything going on in the world, as I said, it's just not quote-unquote normal. There's a lot to deal with. Being in ministry, there are a lot of attacks also. And I find myself at times recently telling the Lord and saying in, in prayer or just in in conversation and prayer with the Lord that I feel tired. I'm tired, Lord. So I go to the Lord and ask for strength and go into the Word and everything and go into God in prayer. And he, he's faithful. Amen. But this message is coming out of that. I was recently reading Psalm 23, and I have something to share from that. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Praise God. What a beautiful and comforting psalm that is, a psalm of David. And I was looking up the words. The Lord led me to look up the word for when it says, He leadeth me beside the still waters in verse 2 of this psalm. I looked up the the word for still was the phrase of still waters and it's strong's h4496 4496 if you want to look it up short definition is resting place and rest meaning repose peacefully consolation and abode <laughs> And so I just was so encouraged by all those definitions. And it said, of course, you know, I'm tired. I need to rest in the Lord, which we think about every day. But this was just a whole other way of me thinking of it. In Psalm 23, he leadeth me beside the still waters. The still waters, the peace, abide in me, Jesus said, and abode peaceful. He gives us peace beyond all other understanding in this world and in the next world. Philippians 4, 7, in the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Resting place, a rest. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Of course, we've laid down our our, our vain works for salvation. But there's another kind of rest that we need just to abide in Christ. We have some work, ironically, going on outside today, talking about rest and work. So if you hear this banging sounds, it's, it's some contracting work happening outside. Thank God we're getting some things repaired we're getting some siding put on the house here where the studio is. So praise be to God for that. I could still work while that's happening. And I'm resting while I'm working. Praise God, I'm just having some coffee and going through the Bible with you guys. And there is no complaining about the work of God. I'm When I say I need rest, I'm talking about spiritually, okay? I love the fact that I'm busy and about the business of preaching the gospel and serving the Lord with the KJV Prepper Christian Apparel business and all the other ways, helping my mom. There's ministry in family. There's a ministry in being creative and providing a service and producing things for the body of Christ that have God's word on it. There's ministry in preaching the, the gospel on the radio and on the internet and going out forth throughout the world. Amen. And I'm not uh, making light of that or whining about that. I'm just saying that there's there's a lot going on in, in this world. We have to get ready for what's happening in this country. This country's um, being judged, I believe. But it's taxing. It's vexing. We know a lot of sick people that took shots. We're reading every day people that are dying. And there's just a lot going on. It's very vexing. There's changes that are coming down the road that we're trying to prepare for. 
we have to gird up the loins of our mind and be sober and hope. First Peter 1.13 says, Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So I went and I sought out the other times this word was used, and it's um, generally in the Old Testament. Isaiah 32, 18, And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in sure dwellings and in quiet resting places. You know, it just sounds, you can't get any better than being in God's care and being his people, being his child. My people shall dwell in peaceable habitation and in sure dwellings. You know, like Jesus said how the house where you built the foundation on the rock and nothing can tear it down, nothing, when the rains come and the storm comes and beats upon that house, they're safe. It's a sure dwelling. Matthew 7.25, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Amen. An abode, like the word said, and in quiet resting places. Praise God. That doesn't mean you never work, but it's a peaceful place to return to when you need to be refreshed, when you need to recharge for the next day's work, for the next battle. Amen? We go to our rock. We go to our abode. We go to the Lord the only source of this rest. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah 11.10, Messianic prophecy about the Lord. And in that day, there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. And that rest that he has for us is talked about in terms of heaven, in terms of eternal life, eternal rest, so to speak. And it's Psalms 95, 11, speaking of the wicked, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Friend, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not rest in peace. You're under God's wrath. Do you think if you're under somebody's wrath, you're going to have rest in their home? Only if you're forgiven, not when you're under their wrath. This is the wrath as spoken of in the Gospel of John. John three thirty six. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth on him. 
That's a heavy burden. Why would the wrath of God abide on you, be on you like a, like a heavy backpack that you can't carry? Because you broke God's commandments, because you've sinned against God, the same reason why the wrath of God was upon me, because I was a lost sinner who needed to repent and believe the gospel. Romans 2, 4 through 6. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? But after thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds. You will reap what you sow. So thank God that God's people, his children, those of us who have been born again, put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, turned from darkness to light by his grace, by his power, raised in newness of life, given a new heart by God's grace, by God's power, by his miracle. We've been born again. We can abide in Christ. We have peaceable habitation. We have peace with God and ensure dwellings and in quiet resting places by the still waters. Amen. That's where we can dwell. That's where we can recharge, re, uh, be refreshed. But the wicked, the lost, Psalm 95, 11 says, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. It's not going to happen. Isaiah 57, 20 says, But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. Deuteronomy 12, 9 through 11 says, For ye are not as yet come to the rest and to the inheritance which the Lord your God giveth you. But when ye go over Jordan and dwell in the land which the Lord your God giveth you to inherit. And when he giveth you rest from all your enemies round about, so that you dwell in safety, then there shall be a place which the Lord your God shall choose to cause his name to dwell there. Praise God, such a wonderful symbolic thing that took place with the Lord's people, Israel crossing over the Jordan and going into the promised land and the Lord being with them and them resting, knowing that he was there and he had delivered them and given them this peaceful place to abide with him. Supernatural refreshing is offered to us. Refreshing. Think of just needing that drink of water, needing to just sit down after a long, long day and just feeling that rest that's finally been offered to you, that you finally reached that point in the day. Isaiah 28, 9 through 12, whom shall he teach knowledge and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breasts, for precept must be upon precept, Precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. 
for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing that they would not hear. It's scary when people will not hear that they can have eternal life. They, they can have this rest. And you think that it doesn't matter if they attain jillions of dollars, fame, world domination, whatever they're after, that their pride is telling them they deserve or whatever. You can go all that way. I don't care if you get famous when you're 10 years old and be famous for 80 years, and then you die and go to hell, and nobody knows who you are in hell. Nobody reads your books. Nobody sings your songs. Nobody knows your face in hell. You're damned. You're under God's wrath for eternity. You're suffering. And Jesus said there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth and outer darkness and everlasting fire and torment and smoke. Where the worm dieth not. It's not something to trade this life for and to get that in exchange for a little bit of you think fun the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord praise god don't be fools you can have this refreshment this rest but it's only found in jesus christ and it's free it's a free gift that comes by God's grace, that he offers, that he holds out like a fresh glass of water. Revelation twenty two seventeen, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And again, Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus Christ said, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Now, as believers, as I said, it's okay to rest in the Lord. We must rest in the Lord, rest from our unfruitful works when it comes to salvation. We rest in Christ it is finished, so we rest. It is finished. But when it comes to the day by day by day by day work, there's another kind of rest. There's another kind of refreshment in Christ that can be found in fellowship with the Lord, reading his word, resting with him, talking to him, praying and listening, communing and abiding with Christ. Amen. But Galatians 6, 9 says... And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. Endure till the end, too. So praise the, praise the Lord. I'm not telling anybody to take a break from ministry and just take a week off or whatever. That isn't what I'm talking about at all. But it's okay when you need to take a break. I'm not telling anybody to quit, is what I'm saying. There are times when God will lead you to take a break. I did eight, seven, six or seven weeks in a row of the podcast. Last week, I didn't record one. I had other things going on. 
And I said, it's okay. I can have a repeat on the radio, and I didn't record a new show. I do it when I'm led to and when I have something to say, when God allows me to. Sometimes he tells me, it's okay, you can rest. You have this to do, you have that to do, it's okay. And it's to be led by the Lord. I don't do this for income. This is a ministry. I thank God for everyone who can give, when they give, if they give. I don't expect it, and I don't necessarily rely upon it. God is in control. God is our supplier, our provider. My wife and I both work and do other jobs from home. Most of you know that. We both need rest sometimes. The most important rest is resting in the Lord, with the Lord. As I said, just be led by him. You know, there's a worldwide outreach here. I get a lot of messages. I get a lot of, I get phone calls. I get a lot of different things. I get people asking me to do a lot of stuff. It can't always happen. God, family, and work in that order. And ministry work is part of work. And it's with God also, but you have to put your family, you can't fry yourself and be shot and be of no use to your family. And God will show you when to say yes, when to take on this challenge, when not to. Don't do it just because it's something to achieve or just because you think it's expected of you by some other person or some other group or some church or some other ministry. Make sure you go to God and understand it's what he has for you to do. Anything, college, goals, whatever it is, if it's not in God's will and you're not doing it for that reason, it can make a big mess with a bunch of detours and you'll either end up where you were or back a few miles and have to regain lost ground in your spiritual walk. And damage can be done along the way if you're outside God's will. All of us. So this resting needs to take place. Obviously, we have the Sabbath in Jesus Christ, but we also have a day of rest that's designed, that's made for us. The Sabbath was made for us. We weren't made for the Sabbath, Jesus said. So praise God that we can gather together with believers and worship the Lord and study the Word and revisit, rethink, give thanks, give prayers out for the upcoming week that faces us, give thanks for all the prayers answered up to that day, up to that minute, and just to rest and think and pray and be refreshed in Christ. Amen. Psalm 116, 4 through 9. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. 
Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Praise God. Psalm 132, 8-9 says, Arise, O Lord, into thy rest, thou and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. Praise God. Those of us that are saved, we are clothed with the righteousness of Christ. We have no righteousness of our own. Isaiah 61.10 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath clothed me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. Praise God. Instead of the wrath of God being upon us, the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, is upon us as his children. Romans 3.22, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Praise God. Philippians 3.9 says, And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Praise God. As I said, it is finished. We must rest in the finished work of Christ for salvation. By God's grace, through faith alone, there is no work we can add to be saved. And after we're saved, the work of Jesus Christ will be manifest through our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 2.10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. The good works that we do after we're saved are all by the power of Jesus Christ. They're all by the power of God. None of it has to do anything with our flesh. When we serve God, when we do what's right, when we resist the devil and submit ourselves unto God, it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. Grace is the power to resist sin. Grace is the gift that opens our eyes and gives us the truth, the acceptance of the truth, and to repent and believe in the powerful and finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins, was buried, and he rose again from the dead on the third day. And praise the Lord now, those of us who are his children by faith can rest with him when we need to. 
and we can abide, as Jesus said, abide in me. And we can have the peace that passeth all understanding. But it's only if we abide in Christ by faith. And I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for that truth. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. And tune in again next time. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford, open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com.